Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 8th of February. Today, Warney weighs in on Langer's leaving, Kokonakis confirms Kyrgios David Cup invitation, and a Kiwi dad steals the Winter Olympic limelight from his medal-winning daughter. But first... If you recall, late last year, Chinese tennis star Peng Shui was one of the biggest stories in the world of sport. Tonight, growing concern for Chinese tennis star Peng Shui. The former world number one doubles champion disappeared from public view after accusing an ex-vice premier of China of sexual assault. And since those accusations in early November, the world has demanded information on the Chinese player's whereabouts. And despite the Chinese government releasing photos and videos of Peng Shui appearing to show her happy and healthy, and most importantly, free, concerns remained about her safety. But yesterday, Shui changed her tune. For one hour, she apparently answered questions saying that the whole thing was a huge misunderstanding, that she never said she was sexually assaulted, and that she appreciated people abroad being so concerned about her, but she was bemused as to what they were concerned about. She also said that she herself deleted that original allegation that she posted on social media. So it would appear Shui is safe and sound. Although you can't help but wonder what she might say if she ever escapes the watchful gaze of those Chinese officials. The future of doubles tennis is now. The show must go on. Tanasi Kokonakis and Nick Kyrgios triumph at the Australian Open a week or so ago thrust a long-forgotten spotlight back onto the sport of doubles tennis. You like me right now. You like me. And the rewards don't stop there, because for Thanasi, the win means a return to the Australian Davis Cup side for the first time since 2015 for the upcoming tie against Hungary. It's been an incredible start to the year, not something I was expecting, but definitely happy with it and uh, just a reward for all the hard work I've done through the years. Kokonakis speaking on Sky News yesterday delivered a nice line and length sporting cliche to that question, but while Kokonakis was picked... Kyrgios was a notable absentee from the selected team, leaving most of us like the little girl from the old El Paso commercials asking... ¿Por qué no los dos? ¿Por qué no los dos, indeed? Well, Thanasi explained why both he and Nick were not picked. He definitely was asked uh, to play. He has a few things on, so he wasn't able to uh, to play, but there wasn't. A, he definitely didn't get snubbed or anything. I saw those... Uh, I saw those headlines and he didn't get snubbed at all. Ah, so Nick was picked. He's just a bit busy. Kind of a big deal. Really? I think Nick has shown he always loves playing for Australia. I'm not sure exactly what it has on, but he uh, he obviously has something pretty important. He's hoping his calendar clears up come the Davis Cup finals. Justin Langer's departure from the top job of Australian cricket has seen the governing body cop plenty of criticism from former teammates of Langer's. In fact, you can almost put together a pretty handy anti-cricket Australia 11 with Matthew Hayden opening the batting alongside Langer, Ricky Ponting coming in at three, Damian Martin at four, Gilchrist batting five and keeping, Mitchell Johnson's opening the bowling. But we still need a spinner for the side. And I've got just the fellow. To treat the head coach, Justin Langer, the way they have, or any head coach of the Australian men's cricket team, is an absolute disgrace what Cricket Australia have done. Shane Warne speaking on Fox Sports, the follow-on podcast, unsurprisingly joining the chorus of past players with less than glowing reports of Cricket Australia's conduct. But Warney went further. They knew about Tim Payne and still allowed him to captain Australia and then swept it under the carpet. And when someone found out, they go, oh, they just threw him under the bus. 
I mean, what is this organisation doing? Oh, keep going, Shane. It is absolutely terrible the way they have handled this Justin Langer. And I think if you ask anyone in the street, they say, oh, we mightn't like Justin Langer. He's a bit intense, but what have they done? Sorry, can we just stop there and have a quick listen to Warney's impression of the man on the street again? Oh, we mightn't like Justin Langer. He's a bit intense, but what have they done? It's uncanny. Anyway, back to the criticism warning. The handling of this is just absolutely disgraceful. Justin Langer took over after Sandpaper Gate, and we still don't know the truth about what actually happened at Sandpaper Gate. Does Cricket Australia know the truth? Are they hiding anything? We've seen that the the fast bowlers and the bowling cartel, as they call themselves, or, or Winks and the Goat and all these unbelievable nicknames they have for themselves. These guys wrote a letter saying they had no knowledge of whatever's going on. Now, that might be correct. But if it's not, and they've done that, there's all sorts of whispers and rumours that we all have heard. And one day the truth will come out. Does Cricket Australia know the truth? Is it the truth that we heard? Sorry, Shane, you've lost me. Oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed. But in summation, Warney is officially a member of the Anti-Cricket Australia 11. In case you missed one of the more heartwarming moments of the Beijing Winter Olympics, Jakara Anthony had just successfully claimed gold in the women's moguls competition when host broadcaster Channel 7 interviewed her parents Sue and Darren back in Australia. Sue, she said coming into these games that she really wanted a dog and you wouldn't let her have one. Surely now she gets a dog, right? Yeah, there's a puppy here. <laughs> yeah, no, no puppies. No puppies. I reckon she can have a puppy. Oh, what a tender moment, generously shared with the entire country. And not to be outdone, New Zealand got in on the Proud Parent Act. I'm pretty excited, to be honest. That is Sean Sinnott, father of New Zealand snowboarder Zoe sadowski Sinnott, who became New Zealand's first ever Winter Olympic gold medalist when she won the women's slopestyle event. And by the sounds of the interview Dad Sean gave live on TV... He clearly knew his daughter would take home the gold because he sounds like he got stuck into the puss pretty early. Sean, tell us what that was like when the score came up and you know that your daughter is the first winter gold medalist. Well, the only thing I looked for was uh, Alume's reaction. Right? Her younger sister. She was crazy. She just went off the roof. I'm pretty excited, to be honest. Drink and drive, you're a bloody idiot, but give live interviews on TV and you'll live forever on the internet. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 8th of February. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.